Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. I hope everyone's having a great day. Cooled off considerably. That's an understatement. But we're warming back up for the weekend. It's going to be nice. Jesse Rogers is back out in AZ. And he joins us now on the CarX Tyronado Guest Hotline. It's Carmen and Yurko on ESPN Chicago and the ESPN Chicago app. Jesse is brought to you by the great folks uh, up in the North Shore, Yurko. Seafood merchants serving Chicago's finest chefs and restaurants. And you at home. One of the great wholesale oh, fishmongers lovely. in the Chicagoland area. I mean... You know, fish that's caught at 4 in the morning in the Atlantic Ocean here for you today. And you could cook it for your fine table fare you, tonight. That's so. what we're talking about. That's what about. we're talking you about. you got to have a... Halibut. you got to have a halibut. Beautiful. The flounder. Thank you. Your snapper. Ahi tuna. Your ahi tuna. Your, your barramundi. Well, I tell you, I don't get enough uh, snapper. I'll tell right, you that Eric? for sure. That's not true. You're, no, you're, you're striped it's, bass. Hard to find at a restaurant. The Patagonian toothfish you can find. Your Chilean, Chilean sea bass. bass. Yeah. You, know, you want the best fresh fish. That's right. You go to seafood merchants. It's important to have a good fishmonger. So, just some redfish. Just get down that. to Florida, get yourself some bonefish, some redfish. I love, I love that. Good stuff. stuff. Good, good stuff. Uh, is Jesse ready? Or are we still? Yeah, he's ready to go. Okay. And Hopefully it's going good. Hopefully everything's going to go as smooth as silk. Okay, we're on the phone. All right, that's right. We're, we're trying some new stuff technology-wise. Stay tuned. Just, uh, some interesting stuff coming. But Jesse joins us on the phone. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm good. You guys are adding another layer of technology for me? Good luck. Are you kidding? Try not to screw it up in the future, okay? No, I'm just kidding. It's not your fault. I'd love to start with uh, Garrett Crochet's impressive inning in two-thirds, <laughs> but I think Abdallah and Black will kill me. So, uh, all right, let's talk about Cody Bellinger. All right, first of all... I don't recall ever seeing the agent at a press conference like that. Not when the player's been re-signed. Why was Boris up there on the podium? Was that odd? Because he's Scott Boris. And, and yes, I thought the same thing. This is a re-signing. It's not an eight-year deal. You know, it's a shorter deal for a player that was here. It was a little unusual. But I think Scott is going to be Scott, right? And he's got other clients, so that are free agents. So he needs to get the word out there a little bit. He, he held a scrum with reporters after the press conference talking about Montgomery and Snell and how ready they will be no matter when they sign this month or next month. So I think Scott has some messages to, to send. That's why he was, he was on that dais there. So um, yeah, it was a little unusual. Why did the, why did the Cubs acquiesce to that? Is that, I mean, is that almost equally as surprising? The Cubs just said, yeah, come up on the podium for this. No, not necessarily. I mean, it's not unheard of. It's just a little unusual for a player that's already been here. So I, I can't answer why Jed was okay with it. But, hmm. I, you know, it just there were questions to Scott. And, um, you know, for me as a reporter, I'm glad he was up there because I get to ask him, Cody, and Jed questions. So it, it was a little unusual. What, what was the, like, give us the, the few talking points that are probably most important that came out of uh, all three of them speaking. Yeah, I, I would tell you, and you guys are on the air at the time, that the most kind of unusual moment came when Bellinger was asked what he expected at the beginning of the offseason and then how it turned out. And he turned to Scott, and he had Scott answer the question. I thought that was very hmm. telling. So later on, I followed up. I said, but Cody, were you thinking one last career-ending contract, you know, 
that would last the length of your, the rest of your career and then had to adjust your thinking. He basically said yes, mm-hmm. that any player wants that one long-term deal. And Scott said that, look, he, he warned Cody that there would be things against him. His exit vela wasn't great, yes. even though there's some yeah. mitigating circumstances. That, that teams would hold his, his two bad years against them, even though there was injuries and circumstances there. He said it would happen. He didn't know that it would go from seven, eight years down to three, but like they were prepared for, for some pushback, and he certainly got it. And I think Jed played it great. He understood the marketplace. He understood um, as, as the winner went along, there wasn't going to be a, a big, big offer for him. And if the, there was, he was willing to walk away from it. And so I think Scott, at the end of the day, said, okay, instead of let's do some middle five-year deal, let's do three years for $80 million, but you get to be a free agent at a young age two or three different times coming up if you have some big years. And he pointed to Corey Seager, who did kind of a one-year deal, then signed a 10-year deal. So Correa. I think the market – Right. I think that, yeah, for Correa. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and then the Correa deal, too, right? Right. I was Short saying term. both of them, right? Yeah. 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 So it doesn't always go as, as perfectly planned by the agent or the player. But I think I think that, yes, Cody especially had to adjust his thinking from seven, eight years to, uh-oh, I have to reprove myself again, maybe more than once. If, and that's just the, the deal this winter. Jess, if he can replicate last year, will that be enough for the market to open up? Would there be more of a bidding war for him next year? I mean, next year, you're going to have Soto on the market. So that's right. going to be, and that's, if I'm not mistaken, he's a Boris guy too. Uh, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. That's going to be the big, big fish. Obviously, he's historic. But like, do they, does Boris think that it'll open up if Cody if Cody can replicate last season? He does because he feels like a bunch of two reasons. He thinks the, the local TV money situation, which is impact, which is impacting a lot of teams might feel a little bit better next off season. I'm not sure that it will, but mostly he feels like teams wanted to see Cody prove it again. Now he could be wrong. And this is why at least he makes 80 million, no matter what, Look, it's Scott's job to read the market um, in during the summer because he has to decide if he's going to opt out or not pretty early in the offseason, mm. right, within five days of the World Series. Mm-hmm. So it's really Scott's job. I mean, it'll be qu- quite interesting if he has sort of a good to, to great year, but not a mammoth year, does he opt out or not? And it's, it's Scott's job to read the market and, and make that decision. He had no choice last year because he, he was on a one-year deal. Right. Um, I mean, he had an option, but he, was, you know, he, he already got more than that, that right. option was going to pay him. So I think they're hopeful for a couple reasons, mostly being two great years in, uh, to match the two bad years he had with the Dodgers. Will he play more games in center field or at first base? To be determined because they have a rookie at first base. If that rookie pans out, then Michael Bush, then he'll be in center most of the time. I mean, it certainly feels like PCA is going to start the year in the minors. I'm not sure how he wouldn't because you want him to play. Right. It's interesting how this, this whole team has changed in some ways. Like Miles Mastroboni is now playing shortstop. Patrick Wisdom is playing first base as backups uh, because Morell is getting so much run at third. You have Tockman, you have um, Bellinger, and PCA. I mean, they're all lefties, so that, that works against PCA. So I would imagine Tockman is Bellinger's backup, Wisdom is Bush's backup, and then Madrigal is, is uh, Morell's backup at third base. And that's how it'll play out. So uh, it'll be determined if, if Bush is no good, then he'll go to first base and play more there. Okay. Yeah, I heard Bugon with Waddle and Sylvie earlier this week too. He he thought it'd be stunning if PCA comes, you know, to Chicago. Uh, I think kind of what yeah, you said, like they want him yeah. to play, right? 
Yeah, there's yeah. no no real scenario. Yeah, um, Bellinger could DH some and PCA, but that's just on occasion. So and he needs he needs some more. Uh, you know, a council has mentioned this many times. Um, he's 21. He's a college senior. Right, he's got plenty right. of time. Plenty yeah, of time, time to go up and down, up and down if he needs to. Yeah, and so. Yeah, they're they're prepared to, to to have Bellinger there for up to three years, for all we know, yeah. and then we'll we'll see where PCA fits in. I mean, this was a, a, a U-turn in, or a left turn, I so so to speak, because I don't think they ever thought they were going to get Bellinger back here on a three-year deal. If you go back to November, I think once January and February hit, they they felt like it's a possibility, and so they changed their plans with PCA. And, and some of the other guys. As you and your brother, and not just within ESPN, but as all the different companies start the prognostication, the prognostication uh, a yeah. month from now is, you know, when we're just, uh, when we arrive at opening day and we start reading all of the expert picks, do you think most people are, are going to be picking the Cubs to win the NL Central with this move? Probably, probably. I think they will. I, 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 that could just be a, oh, they got counsel and they won 83 last year and um, and it's a similar team, maybe a little bit better. But I, I think you really have to dig a little bit. I think the Reds and Cubs are, are neck and neck. Yeah. I really do. The only reason I would, you know, down down Milwaukee one notch is because they lost pitching and counsel. I right? would too. I mean, you know, right. They, they got Hoskins, and that's not enough, though. So, um, but, and St. Louis has to make a big leap, which could happen, but it's Lance Lynn. It's, it's older guys that have to do it for them. So I think the Reds and Cubs are one and one A. I'm not sure where I. Before Bellinger, I had the Reds winning the division. Now it's a little bit closer, or a lot closer. All right. Anything else like Bellinger-specific we need to know from today or otherwise? Yeah. Yeah, He's not going to play for a week. Um, They're not worried about ramping up, but I always worry when a guy's taken off his routine. Um, They they don't want him on his feet too much. So he did some drills today, but not all of them. They're going to ramp him up over the next week. Looks like he's in good shape, but he won't play the game until probably – uh, next Tuesday or Wednesday, and that's coming from Bellinger. Council didn't know at all. So we'll see where that is sort of pans out. And, and speaking of not playing, I was also talking to Boris about Jordan Montgomery. Do you see my tweet, what Council said when he when he walked up to Boris to greet him? He said, I thought you were bringing Montgomery with you. Huh. you know? That's so, funny. That was good. But he, Montgomery is in Florida. Snell is in California. Now, Boris has these workout facilities right. that are as good as any in the yes. country. And so yes. he claims that those two pitchers can sign any time between now and opening day, and they will be ready for mm. opening day. So I think in Boris's mind, unlike the rest of us, taking this into spring training is not a big deal to him because mm. the facilities he has and the way he, you know, he has these elite clients, he just doesn't. We'll see. If Cody gets off to a slow start, we might say because he missed two weeks of spring training. But you would think those pitchers have to get in, and, and he doesn't think so. He thinks they can sign any kind, right, but they, won't, they yeah. will be in great shape. I, I, I have my doubts. I have my doubts on that, too. It's a, that's a sensitive thing with pitching and ramping up and being strong enough. Uh, any chance the Cubs get in on one of the three he still does have left? If it's a deal that looks like this where you can, can get out of get it right out away. Of it, like, you know, would they, could they surprise and add Jordan Montgomery to the rotation or Blake Snell, or does that seem far-fetched? Would it be more likely maybe be the, the corner infielder? Chapman, right. Yeah. Snell and Montgomery do seem a little far-fetched. Okay. Um, now, look, let me tell you what happened after Council greeted Boris. Jed did, and the two of them went off to the side. Mm. Now, look, they're not asking how the wives are doing. They went off to the side. They had to have had a comment or two to each other about the remaining free agents. I think it's about Chapman. Okay. Doesn't mean anything is going to happen. I'm just saying they must have talked about it, um, unless there's something else going on. But 
I don't think it's Snell or Montgomery. I do think that the possibility of, of Chapman could be there. Um, the one thing is it puts them, pushes them past the tax threshold, the right. first threshold. Right. And I asked Jed that during the press conference. I don't know if you heard it. And Scott said, uh, good question, Jesse, because, of course, Scott wants uh, the, mm. them to go past the threshold. Yes. Jed, wouldn't, Jed wouldn't commit to it. I have my doubts if they would, but you never know. I mean, that would give them a gold glove infield like none yeah, in baseball if they sign Chapman. You know, with the possibility of both of these baseball teams being crap, we're going to ask you to go ahead and spray to all fields this year. I don't think the Cubs will be crap. Jalen Johnson, do you think they oh, signed stop. the contract beforehand, or you stop. think they're going to have to use the franchise tag on him? Jesse's got well, to be I, versus Jess, you're going to have I, to be versatile this year. No, two, I have two things. One, yes, franchise tag on him, franchise tag on him. The other thing is it's it's great being at camp, guys. Um, even Boris, even Boris and a couple of lieutenants asking me about Caleb Williams, Justin Fields. Uh-huh. It is on the, I swear to God, tip of everyone's tongue here inside the locker room. You know how these baseball players love football. Um, Dansby Swanson brought it up today, big Atlanta, Atlanta Falcon guy. He brought it up, and then I think he said he'd like to keep Fields. I believe that's what he said. And then he finally said, you know what? I'm a baseball player. I don't know crap. <laughs> and so, That's great. And so uh, it's the, it's a debate here as well, and it will be until we have a uh, resolution on it. Look at that versatility. Very versatile. Did you go to Camelback yesterday for Otani? I did. Yeah. I did. I made it on. I made it onto Sports Center, though Garrett Crochet's name never made it onto Sports Center. Why not? So. What's the matter with you? <laughs> He did strike out Otani looking. He, he did. did. He yeah, did. He struck out. I didn't see you on SportsCenter. I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah. I saw no, Jesse okay. on GMA the other day. He was on Good Morning America. You know that? He was. Talking about the uniform fiasco. You bet he was. I love it. Um, and, yeah, so. Hey, and today's ABC7, so I did the trifecta this week. SportsCenter, GMA, and ABC. But but Otani's home run was so Otani. Dude. I mean, he went oppo, oppo. on a on a fly ball that, that you know, uh, hit, almost hit the moon. He's so and good. it takes a lot of strength to go that high and that far. It, it was just another Otani moment. I was glad to be there. Crochet did look good. He, he did look good. He struck out Otani looking. Yeah. And so he, he might make it as a starter. We'll see. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that uh, later in the week, maybe a little. All right. Good work, Jess. We'll talk to you on Friday. All right. Enjoy seafood merchants, everyone. All talk right, to buddy. you soon. See ya. There's Jesse Rogers on the Carx Tarnado Guest Hotline. He is brought to you by Seafood Merchants. He is. Serving Chicago's finest chefs and we restaurants. Love them. And why not you at home? Check them out. Uh, up north, seafood merchants, they are the best of the best. And you know where the great restaurants in Chicago get a lot of their seafood, their fresh seafood? From seafood merchants. So take it from us. Good people. You don't really think the Cubs are going to stink, do you? They're not going to stink. No, no. I, no. I, I, listen, they'll be 500 or two, three games above 500 for most of the year. Looking to make that uh, 7 of 10. Okay. You, you, like that win streak that you need to go ahead and kind of separate yourself from the rest of the guys. Okay. That 10 of 13, that... Hey, look, we just gave ourselves a little bit of a cushion to get in the lead. But when does it happen if it ever happens? And then you've got to avoid the, just the opposite. The opposite. Right. Going 3 and 10 and 13. Right. Yeah, that, that'll put you behind the eight ball and yeah. cause problems That's for true. you. That's true. Um, the, the, the council, what's he worth? That, isn't that whatever? What's he worth? Show me the first game that Craig Council wins for the for the Cubs. No, it's okay, though. I just want to point it out to me. I'm not saying he can or he can or he All can't right. have influence. But when his decisions dictate that this is the reason why the Cubs won, not the guys that played the game and made the pitches and hit the ball, but when his decisions are the ones that make them, again, I'm always willing to learn, Carm. All right. When that happens, when Craig Council's decisions Win the games for the Chicago Cubs. Somebody pointed out to we'll me. Alert you. That's all we'll I want to know. We'll the four or five games that he's going to be worth. We'll, we'll alert you. It's all Car- right. It's, that's all I want. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back.
zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Mel's 2.0 mock draft is out. Mel Kuyper, ESPN.com. Caleb Williams, number one to the Bears. Malik Neighbors, number nine to the Bears, because Roma Dunze is already off the board. It does feel like some weaponry there. It does feel like, in terms of the receivers, the way this is all going to play out in April, York, it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr., Adunze Neighbors. I think that's ultimately going to be the way that thing ends up going. I, who knows, I guess. I, I, I have seen a few mocks that fill in Neighbors yeah. higher. The four guys, the two LSU kids, Roma Dunze, and the two LSU kids would be uh, Thomas and Neighbors. Uh, Adunze and Marvin Harrison Jr., they're all going in the first round. That is pretty much a fate accompli. That's a consensus. That's a, That's a consensus. And I think they're all going to be pretty good. I do. I think they'll all be pretty good. And then, you know, like you said, there'll be a Puka Nakua in the fifth. Yeah. There'll be a Tyree Kill in the Somebody will in pop the in the third, and the next right? thing yeah. you know, you'll be scratching your head going, "What? how do we see him? Yeah, Cooper Cup in the third, right? Cooper was a third-round pick, yeah. I think, right? I, I think Wasn't it was Sean he? McVay said that at this point in time, at this time last year, we had no idea who Puka Nakua was. Isn't that something? No idea. And then, boom. He just popped up on their screen, and they went and saw it, and... Said, hey, this guy might, he does, some guys just can get open. And so, yeah, right? They just get open. How? But whatever they saw in the guy they had there in Cooper Cup, you know, whatever they saw, whoever whoever saw Cooper Cup and thought he could play, Puka Nakua probably had a little bit of that in him. Maybe. And that's why they got it. So whoever they got in that front office that can identify that guy that's just got that little bit of wiggle. Yes. He's got that little bit of a, hey, I'm going to get some space for myself. I can create space, right? Who's ever, whoever can ID that, boy, I tell you, they've done one hell of a job. Yeah. A couple years in a row. The second franchise tag has been put into play, and it's the Chiefs with Legereus Sneed. They've also said he is, they're open to trading. They're open to working out a deal. Oh. They have said that. Yeah, Brett Veach came out and said it. They got to be careful with how they spend because they pay the quarterback. Now, if there's ever That's a quarterback true. to pay, yeah, it's the guy. You pay him. Well, like, he's got what three Super Bowls? Make no mistake. Yes, yeah, he's got three Super you Bowls. You pay him. I'm, but That's what he gets his prize money. He, he gets it. But like you always it. says, when you got to pay the quarterback is when it gets tough. That's Things when the belt difficult. tightening happens. Right. So you, they got to make a choice. Sneed, or we go with Chris Jones. Yeah, you're probably right, Yerk. And if he becomes a free agent, what do you do there before you, you know, you, you move the guy? What do you do? If you um, can't move Sneed. If you can't move Sneed, yeah. Like, are you saying goodbye to Chris you Jones? you say goodbye to Chris Jones. Yeah, because they put the and tag on Just because Chris Jones goes up on stage during a celebration and says, right. I'm never going to leave, doesn't mean anything. Right. Because when you're emotional, you're around everybody, things are easy to say. Yes. Easy to say, not necessarily... Easy to mean. Not easy to do. Yeah. But Jerry Sneed and T. Higgins officially have franchise tags placed upon them at this point, and I believe the deadline is March the 5th. Has anybody ever used the transition tag? Uh, I feel like the Bears one year used the transition tag. Didn't they on somebody? I thought Jerry Angelo used it once. I don't know. You don't hear that one very often. Right. I mean, you can then give up some a draft choice or something, and you can get, if somebody signs that guy, you get the draft choice and compensation. Yeah. It seems like it never gets used. I, don't, I feel like it doesn't. I mean, the franchise tag, for crying out loud, doesn't get used a whole heck of a lot. And they did put the non-exclusive tag on Snead so that they can talk about a trade. I mean, boy, Legereus Snead would look good to me in almost any uniform. He's a pretty good player, going like entering his prime now, you know. 
And yeah, you know, you you draft a kid like that in the fourth, they draft him fourth or fifth round, wherever yeah. they got him, and he's what you dream of. You know, he turns out to be a pretty damn good they corner. They put the transition tag on uh, Kyle Fuller. The Bears did. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't that would not have been uh, in Angelo then. The Bears okay. had the right to match any of the contract offer that Fuller received okay. from another team. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like Angelo once put it on somebody, too. I can't remember, though, Adam. But teams definitely don't use that one as often. Yeah, that's where they let Green Bay write the contract, right? Didn't that, isn't that how it went with Fuller? Green Bay, they basically said, go ahead. Green Bay wrote the contract, and they matched it. I, yeah. I think that was how that went down, if I'm remembering correctly. Now, that was probably a pace move, uh, if memory serves. How come I can remember things from, like, the 80s and 90s more than I can remember things now? Isn't that weird? Uh, because it meant more to you back then. Maybe. Yeah. There's I think more it clutter more. in my brain now, maybe. Probably. Sometimes I think about championships, Yerk. Yeah. And I'm like, geez, I, I, I remember the championships from like, I remember World Series details from when I was a kid more sure. than I do what happened two years well, ago. Well, that's how I remember 1981, how it worked out between the New York yeah. Yankees and the L.A. Dodgers yeah. as a freshman in high school. It mattered. The Dodgers went down 2 nothing, stormed back, and won the World Series 4-2. Why do I know that? Because it mattered to me at the time. You also consume those events without interruption constantly. That could be, Chris. A lot of consumption. In the last 10 years, we sit there watching sports while watching other things. While, like, watching our phone. Yeah. That's a good point. I was in Freddie Fallon's speech class when I made a bet with Michael Petkus on the game. (laughs) On the series. Awesome. Yeah. It's like it is kind of crazy. I mean, I I can legitimately remember details of World Series and other championships of my youth more than I can remember. Like, if I'm thinking of the World Series two years ago, Houston won two years ago, right? Uh, Texas won last year. Houston won two years ago. Sure. I'm like, and if I really started to like try to, what, what were like the big moments? And the, I remember last year, Adolis Garcia hitting some big home runs in the playoffs and in the World Series. Like, I remember a little bit of that, but it was like five months ago. Well, think about also that I'm struggling to remember all because we all watch the same things. We all talked about the same things like we don't really have conversations about TV shows anymore because we're all splintered off and watching our own thing. Because there's a million. We all used to watch watch the same like four or five shows that all had opinions about it. That's interesting psychology you're digging into there, Chris. Uh, Yeah, see, that is that's got to be it. Right. That's got to be the answer. Like when Lost was on. An episode would air, and then we would all spend a week debating it in the office. Yes, yes. And then a new episode would drop. Now you go off on your own on a streaming uh, site, and you just watch six or seven episodes, and you go, anyone watching this? And then we all go, no, we haven't watched it. You go, oh, it's good. Check it out. And we go, okay, probably not. I'll put it on the list. And and then you don't. Was the last one like that Sopranos or Game of Thrones? Maybe Game of Thrones. Maybe a little Game of Thrones, especially early on, those first couple seasons, right? Like, that was always big water cooler. There's an old term expression, but, like, the water cooler talk was, like, what happened last night in Game of Thrones. Sopranos, for sure. That's oh, yeah. a great call. Sopranos. That's the Spanish always re- uh, Sopranos? Yeah. Always rewatchable. Boy, he was a miserable SOB. I was watching an episode. Gandolfini? Oh. oh, yeah. I see oh. highlights every once oh, in a while. Man, That character was wicked, man. I was watching an episode, the one where he, Janice is going to anger management. It's actually working for her, and he can't stand it. Right. He can't stand she's not angry. Exactly. So he goes out of his way, way to, to bring up the estranged yeah. son, and she flips. And he's happy about it. Yeah. He walks away from the dinner table smiling, happy. With joy. Just a miserable to know SOB. she's miserable, too. Oh. Yeah. 
you got to come from some uh, kind of miserable place. The, the, the one where he was busting Junior's chops on the golf tee. Oh, yeah, about the, and, about uh, the girl. Yeah, and he is going back at Yeah, he's going back at him. They're going at each other. Just yep. miserable. Beautiful. It's a tough way to live. But that show was so damn good. That show, I could, I mean, I probably watched Sopranos like three times all the way through. It's so good. I really do have to watch The Wire, though. I mean, it's, you know, 20 years old. At I this think point. you should watch I it. I need to watch The Wire. Oh, happy birthday shout out to, to who? our friend. Our good friend Viking Scott. Uh, happy birthday shout out to Samantha, his daughter. His daughter, that's 29. Right. Single. And she's the one who works for the Chiefs. And she is getting her third Super Bowl ring. Yep. I don't think she has a ring ring yet. The one she's probably no, waiting on. No, the one that anything. the dad's waiting for. You the dad, know? Yeah, the old man's like, waiting for. When are you going to get ring. married? But she's getting. I want some grandchildren. Uh, Samantha. Samantha. Samantha, you share a birthday with Luka Doncic, who turns How 25 today. How about that? See? Jason Aldean is 47 today. Uh, you've got, yeah, Alex Caruso turns we 30 out. today. Well, it, it would have been Gilbert Gottfried's birthday today, but uh, he died a couple years ago. He did, yes. Well, yeah. Samantha, happy 29th. Yes. Uh, her, her golden birthday was last year. And that's from your pappy scooter. And that's uh, that's Samantha, a Viking, of course. Viking yeah. Scott's Viking daughter. Viking Scott's daughter. Uh, so is Samantha Scott? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. Is a Viking, Scott? I'm joking. I thought it would be funnier to say Samantha Viking. Uh, happy birthday, and congrats on being part of a franchise that really knows how to win in the NFL, getting your third ring. Yeah. She works for the Chiefs. But they still complain about it. Clark Hunt. Crosstalk is coming up next. Abdallah's got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to. Today's final word, word on Carmen and Yuriko. So it's called a windscreen. We like to colloquially, I guess, call Stop it a condom. Popping the peas. That's what they say. Yeah. Let's see if we can. It's usually let's, what condoms do. Let's see if. Sorry. <laughs> You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Thank you to Jesse Rogers for joining us today out in Arizona. Thanks to Black and Abdallah, who will be on tonight after Waddle and Sylvie. And thank you for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. Waddle and Sylvie are here. They're off to Indy after the show today. Indianapolis. Quick drive down to Indy, down I-65. Carm, you want to go? I love uh, Indy, actually. It's not a bad little town. And I love nice St. Elmo's. I'm jealous that you guys never been. Tonight. I've never been. Yeah, fun. I've Great heard, place. I've heard yeah. you guys talk about not it tonight. for years. We're not going tonight. We're going tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah not, tomorrow. not tonight. I'm not available. I'm not, not tonight. I'll be here. I will be here. Uh, great place. You guys will have fun. Yeah. And uh, Indy's a fun little town. It, it is. What a town. Huh? Yeah. I'd love town. to go to Indy with you guys, but that's okay. I think you we have an extra seat. Don't yeah. we have a table? No, I can't. I'm going to call Foxy and see if he's in town for the combine. You think he's in town? I don't know. Probably not, but I don't think Foxy's going to... Indy in the last week of Feb. Or I don't know. Early March. Who knows? You know, he's, he's a football he's addict. Boat. Yeah, that's. Uh, he's down in, uh, you know where he's at. Marco. Marco, Marco. Naples. Polo. South of Naples oh, there, next to Marco, having a good we time. we got to find someone to go with us. In the sun. Why do you have to find someone to go with you? Well, we've got an extra, you know, we don't want to waste the extra chair. Well, spread out. I mean, oh, you okay. mean for dinner tomorrow? Yes. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's you, Tyler. It's a two of you and Tyler? Courtney's coming, right? Is she coming to the That's dinner? four. So that's four. What would you get? Six? Table I think we have a table for six, six right? Yeah. What do you guys got? Just six. six. Oh, just invite some of the other local guys. You guys know. Yeah, who we'll you guys find somebody. 
Find somebody. Oh, what about Joniak? Isn't Joniak? Joniak has to come back. Uh, he's coming back. He's hosting something here. Then he's coming oh, going wow. back to Indy on Friday. Oh my God! Oh, Why yeah. don't we invite uh, Coach Crockett, Matt Eberflus? Well, he'll sit down and have a yeah, meal. With he'll us. be busy. He may be yeah, there already with his guys. Or... Do you think like the strategy is to keep a seat open? Yeah, to see, to and see somebody needs to come we in. See somebody yeah. that that's, we like and wave them in. That's a veteran move. Yeah, that's a great hey, strategy. We got it. We, hey, we got an extra yeah. seat. Come on over. Yeah. Oh, hey, Coach Reed, oh, we got an extra seat. Yeah. How about a drink? We know Yurko. Yeah, that worked with. That helped with Sean Payton. Right. It always we, has. we pulled the yes. uh, Yurko card down in Miami for the Super Bowl. Oh, that's going to always work with Sean. It'll work with Andy. I saw the latest mock draft that Mel had. Mel has. The Broncos drafting a quarterback. JJ. Yeah. yeah. JJ McCarthy. McCarthy. Interesting. Yeah. I think he wants Mel one. had three I... quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Three he's and then JJ at, at 12. Yeah. So all four in the top yeah. 12. I think he'd make them into we something. Touch base. We saw that. You think he makes them into something? Yeah. Oh, well, Harbaugh he's thinks he's the chargers. best quarterback of the bunch. Well, he's of course he said that. I don't think he really thinks that. He's I mean, got if, the Chargers taking the uh, offensive tackle, the one that. They had he's got J.C. Latham from Alabama. Put him yeah. at the right tackle spot. Protect you, you, your young you'd quarterback. Have, you'd, have, you'd have your bookend tackles for Oof. a while. Well, if Latham's they doing need it. a young receiver too. Yes. Like Keenan because Allen I, probably will take a pay cut. Well, they got listen. They got Quentin Johnson there. Mike Johnson, Williams yeah. are talking about re- releasing. Yeah, yeah. Mike, he hasn't been Alaska. able to stay healthy. I think he's been banged up a little yes. bit. He's had two thousand yard seasons. Yes. there. I think they're worried about but Johnston. I think he might yes, be a boss. That he's not good enough. They've got cap issues. Oh, bad. I'm going to send you out to work with him. We've got cap okay. issues too. Yeah. We've got just needs to create some space for himself. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Like angle, yes. Angle body, body, up. body control. You missed Ooh. a pretty good joke right there. That was pretty good. We've well, got cap problems. You know, I think him, he's today. Funny comes Do you out have the audio miracle. of Cap that suggesting that he's yeah, open that. to what now? Like, I missed this too today. I mean, I don't want to say. I caught kind of the tail end of it. What's he oh, open? Don't to? make me put my headsets on. What's he open? Do you have it over there? Is it not on our page yet? When he talks about being interested, or, you know, open to a poly something type of relationship. Oh, yeah, the double marriage thing. Yeah. Oh, like a. a, a yeah, but it was inviting, a guy, right? No, inviting. <laughs> not a monogamous relationship, but. The, inviting Kevin no, Williams into the. Polyamorous. Yeah, yeah polyamorous. Is yeah. that what it was? Chris, I can play it on my. Safe for radio. Here, here we go. I'm more excited today than I've ever been. And just like uh, LeBron James, Caleb is saying. I wanted to be Mike. Yeah. Understands the, the legacy, right? Of Michael Jordan and Walter Payton, pretty strong, pretty Com- strong. Comment here in our Twitch chat. Cap, uh, Cap will be divorced by April to date Caleb Williams. No shot. Oh, you don't love him that much. Okay, <laughs> okay. We'll just live in. Po- what do they call it? Polyamory. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> he just invited the USC quarterback Woody, into his bed. Your partner wants marriage. to move the Bears quarterback into the home for a poly marriage. Oh Is this God. a deal breaker? Oh <laughs> my God! Upside down pineapple, it's right? Polygamy there. is what it is. Well, whatever like it is, then I was with him this morning. Polygamy. And he was. He said they've got room for Coach Eberflus oh, now too in the That's house. That's a polygamous relationship. And you know, you so have the, all the houses in order. They got a yeah. triple king. You know, right. you, you go from house to. Home to home. And, right. Uh, yeah. Right. It's all, it's all good. Right. 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 He, he finally warmed up to Chicago, and now we're going to scare the hell out of him. Yeah. Cat, like, they're going to find out there's a talk show host that wants to have you in his bed, and he's married, but he's going to be okay with it. He's 60-something years old. He's just decided he wants to go to 
Polyamory is a non-monogamous relationship style where people mutually agree to have multiple sexual or romantic relationships. Oh, Jesus. Which is, oh. Wow. Probably the way humans were originally meant Roughly, to. Oh, really? Roughly yeah. 4 to 5%. Or the way we evolved. Oh, yeah, Carmen, every other species, every other species does, is wow. lives in a polygamous yeah. relationship. Right, you know. Yeah, you know. Very few don't. Oh, only, only, only the best bucks get to mate with the does. I mean, that's the way it works. Right. It's really the best Sydney bucks. Moncrief, Junior Bridgman. <laughs> all the best. Paul Pressey. Yeah, Paul Pressey. Paul Pressey. <laughs> uh, what about Mikowski? Paul McCaskey? Paul McCaskey? Paul McCaskey? He's, oh, he's, no. he's in the back. I right? think so. He's in the back of that He's line. Paul McKeskey. That's great. I love when Jack Yoko Sigma. goes to the Bucks. <laughs> he, goes, he goes to all the 80s Bucks. Sydney Moncrief. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the ones I, I respect. Yeah. You were a big Paul McKeskey guy, so weren't you? I was. Love Paul McKeskey and his stylings. Oh, boy. Did he have a perm? He had, he had a perm and a mustache? He, he was. He had the strange combination. He was a perm and a mustache. Lanky fella, too. But effective. Lanky, but effective. Lanky, but effective. I don't know how effective he was. He was a rim protector. That's what they yeah. call him. How long did Jack Sigma play for the oh, Bucks? For a oh, little bit. Sigma was there. Yeah. Yeah. Before he went to the Sonics, right? Sigma was more of a Sonic. No. Yeah, more, more, more of a Sonic. But he was with the Bucks. Maybe. He was absolutely with the Bucks, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. So Cap wants uh, to invite Caleb Williams over. All right, you know oh, that's that, the only ramp. Right. The, the minute they draft him, can you imagine? Oh, well, how do you guys feel about Jack about, Sigma uh, from Kankakee? Huh? Yes, he's uh, from there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do we feel about what? How do you feel about? Um, he played at Saint Anne. That's small little school. Mm-hmm. Saint Anne, Illinois, the high school. Oh, the high school, yeah. and then yeah. Illinois. Well, I, I've seen some pictures of him in high school. Yeah. As far as playing basketball, good looking man. <laughs> he's got a great head of so. hair. He had a great head of hair. Seven-time NBA All-Star. 86 oh, yeah. to he 91 was great. with the Bucks. 76 uh, to 81? 86 to 91. 86 to 91. With the Milwaukee so Bucks. So Sonics before the Bucks. 77 to 86. Yeah. Yes, yes. He, won, he won there. He won there, yeah. I think. 79? Mm-hmm. Won, Does that sound right? Champion? 79 it was. 79? Yeah. Correct, yeah. Seven-time uh, right, NBA All-Star. No, it's not. You can't get enough of Jack Sigma. The young kids are like, who the hell is Jack Sigma? Oh, rookie first team, Jack Sigma. Jack Sigma. Division out of Division Three, Illinois Wesleyan? There you go. Yeah. He's right, a player. T- how do we feel about what? What are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, about, like, about uh, going over the top either way about how our quarterbacks feel about Chicago sports oh, history. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Like today, Caleb so, Williams uh, did the Pete Thamel yeah. interview saying that he has now researched uh, Walter Payton and Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah that's fine. And, and yeah. that's what Cap was getting all Sweetness. gaga over. And uh, Danny Zetterman's now all into Caleb Williams. Oh. And just like Danny was beating so, up. So uh, uh, beating what? Beating he up. was beating, well, yeah. he was beating something He's else beating today. Oh, but he was beating up Justin careful, Fields guys. last week over his picking LeBron. LeBron. So, yeah, so that's so silly. People don't, uh, people should realize most every one of these Athletes, regardless of sport, they were not alive watching of Michael. Of course not. All they've grown up with has been LeBron. Of course. So you just—he's twenty-two. You put an asterisk next to it. He's twenty-two oh, years right. old. You think he didn't see the last dance, Waddle? I don't know if he did or didn't, but it didn't uh, resonate. It doesn't I, res- not resonate. The same thing. Yeah. Watching a documentary is not the same. I don't know. It's as, pretty long. No, I know, but it's, it's not, not the, the same, same as it watching is. games live. You grew up watching Walter Payton, right? Yeah, Good I kid, did, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Good so kid, like, it, like, 
Oh, that's yeah. me. It just brings back much, memories. Oh. There's Noah Jackson, yes. 65, Reevy Sori, Dan Neal, Ted Albrecht, Dennis Lick, and why wouldn't hey, Can you? I ask you a question? What's more important, that or can he spin it? Dude, Does he recognize defenses? Does he process well? Can he throw it every angle into every part of the field? I would tell you the, the other the stuff is not English. important at all. Right. The, the watching Michael Jordan or Walter highlights. I don't care if he does or doesn't. It's fine. I love watching Michael and Walter highlights. I do it all the time. I Absolutely. said, that's something I have in common. And I don't want you to be my quarterback. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, you know, I'll give you a shot. I mean, I give you a shot. What, could you be worse than Chad Hutchinson? Yes. Believe it or really? not. Really? Yes. So I don't Moses uh, Moreno. Uh, yes, I don't mind that he's doing it, but it's got no bearing on his ability no, to be. A, I mean, come on, it's craziness. What difference does it make? And he is—he's twenty-two. Right. I mean, the equivalent would have been when we were kids, and we didn't have YouTube. He was born like, in two thousand and one. When was Michael's last season? Oh, uh, two, I think. Right? He was playing. He was playing for, his, for Washington. He was playing for his hometown team when yeah. he was born. So he was one year old. Yeah, he Carl, didn't watch. Carl was watching. Carl, yeah. Carl Williams, yes. his father yeah. was watching. All right, so I mean, it would have been in the equivalent if we had had YouTube as kids of Sylvie and I like going back during well, the Bulls Oscar Robertson. And, and watching Oscar or watching John Havlicek and Bob Cousy highlights. I don't know how often we did that. We really didn't. You knew about him. You heard about him. You Give had limited ways man. to George Mike. You had <laughs> limited ways to view it because we didn't have YouTube. Yeah, watching like, Wilt stuff. Yeah, like okay. I mean, but. What resonated more with us? Michael. Yes. Just like LeBron and Kobe resonate you grew up with, with younger kids yeah. today. It's, it's all good. It's simple. Yes. I mean, it's not, you know, and to be. This is part of the lead up to the draft process. This is part of the, you know, all the stuff. No, I, do, I did like that he said, listen, if it doesn't come from me, don't trust it. Yes. And I, I'm fine playing for the Bears. Yes. I, I would be excited I'd to be play excited. for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. There was a lot that he said that you, I would cling to. It, yeah. This yeah. just wasn't but but, but like, again, just like I don't hold it one bit against Justin Fields no. about w- how he feels about LeBron versus Michael. You'd be no. crazy, too. You'd the, have to the, be the, a crazy the, person. Yeah. Like, legitimately, yes. you'd have to be yes. crazy. Be better in crunch time. Like, there's something yeah. wrong. Yeah. You know, be you. better. Yeah. yeah. Process. Be, yeah, process better. Have a higher completion percentage. Like, uh, like, really? Because he likes LeBron? I mean, yeah. you have to be, something's wrong with you if you really feel that way. Meantime, Justin's great leader in the in the locker room. Yes. Yeah, the guys gravitate towards him. Yeah, what's more That's important? what I care more that, about, about yeah. than his LeBron take. By the way, though, as it you said, Sylvie. Right? As, I mean, as, like, uh, it can't be real that anybody would no. think well, the other way. It can't be real. As you said, though. I mean, he did say some things that you want to hear. Like, look, I, I'm excited to play for Chicago. I wouldn't resist playing for Chicago. The part about him wanting to be an elite player and, and you know, somebody that has a legacy that, that not many can can duplicate. Like, I, that's all good stuff. Yeah, I thought it was good from just reading the quotes. Yeah, yeah. it's and better than, he, hey, he guys, you know what? Uh, I'm not, he they draft the me, I ain't coming here. Right. I, that's what I didn't want to hear. Yeah. And we didn't hear that. No. So we're good. Which I, I never, your going, I never really believed a lot of that anyway. It yeah. just, that seemed yeah. like weird noise that was coming. It was from just the, like the, 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 Definitely just coming odd. from social media corners right. and like. Do you that, know what's more important to me than who his favorite NBA player of all time what is? his favorite how, ice cream is. How tall is he? Yeah, yeah that's right. what I you said know, like, It doesn't, it, it's not going to, I, I'm, if he's not six foot one and a half or six foot one, it's not going to change drastically how I feel. But I'm more interested in that. Sure, I am. Sure. How tall are you? I think he's as tall as Carmen. 
No, he's taller than me. Stop. How tall are you, Connor? Five eleven. He's taller than me. You all right? What's going on over oh, there now? You got some. You got some. What happened? Go ahead. Re, uh, according to Variety, I didn't see this. A, a, a Variety is reporting that Richard Lewis, yeah, who has been starring on Curb Your Enthusiasm, has passed away at the age of seventy six. Oh, and he was man. a guest with us right we here. Had Richard studio. Lewis in studio. He he did not look good. He has on, not for the last couple yeah, of years. The last couple of years on Curb. Oh wow! And, and ironically enough, didn't like part of the last episode was about his will, right? I didn't yeah. watch last week. Oh, yeah, that's okay. I mean, I'm. Oh yeah, they were joking I'm about being included each other's in his will. will. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that right? Hey, Lewis announced in April that he had been last April that he had been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and was that. retiring from stand-up comedy. But again, like. Um, but he's been, but he's he, in. He's Kirk been active yeah. in every episode yeah. so far. Yeah. He looked a little frail, but he looked, yeah, you know, he was able to perform and do uh, what he needed that to sucks. do. That sucks. Yeah, funny dude, Richard Lewis. Oh yeah, funny dude. He was in studio with us. He had us dying, but we were like, "This is live over the air." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's dying. Oh yeah, let me tell you. Oh yeah, he's not PC. He didn't care. We, no. we were hoping to make it through with the, with the one night. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Had How long ago was that? I mean, that, hair, that was when it was eight years ago. York and Harry. Was it the three of us? Oh, yeah. He's got some Harry qualities about him. A little bit. 2012. A little bit. It was a while ago, yeah. 2012 or 13, then. It's been a number of years. Uh, that's too bad. Funny oh. dude. Yeah, I, I got to catch up on Curb. I did not watch Sunday's episode. I thought of, of the, it was good. It was yeah. good. I thought of the three, this was probably the one that was not. This was the fourth, right? Or, or, yeah. or was it four? Yeah. Oh, was that what it was? Boy, yeah. they go by quick. Week two was the best. Week two was the yeah, one. That, yeah, that, yeah, that was I think best. so. This one was still good. All right. And it had a good theme to it, but I didn't I didn't laugh out loud okay. as much All right. this past week. What would you think of the uh, NFLPA report card? I like that they do that, actually. I do, too. I saw it. The first time I saw it today was from Peggy that she tweeted it out. The one thing I noticed as much as anything is that the head coach got a B, but it was a 20. He was ranked 23rd out of the 32 coaches. Yeah, how did he get a B? I don't know. Well, I guess no, he maybe got an 80. You know, it's yeah. still a B. Yeah, it's still a yeah. B. Yeah. Yeah. Still well, a B. I, don't know I mean, you see some of the owners that players seem to take issue with I thought was a little surprising. Well, like Clark, Clark Hunt. Clark Hunt. Uh, Clark Hunt. No, you're fine. Clark Hunt, yeah. yeah. Clark it is Hunt. a bit of a I shock when you hear it. I said No, no, Clark you got Hunt. it. You got oh, it. But it is a bit of a shock when yeah. you hear it. Yeah. Well, I said that before. Say it three I times I go, fast, Carm. I, I know. I said yeah, that back in Abdallah York. I go, boy, it's a tough name to say. You got to be careful. Clark Hunt. Clark Hunt. Clark Hunt. I thought you slipped there. I did. Don't say Mike. Clark Hunt. Because then you'll really be. Clark Hunt. That'd be problematic. That's the old school, that's the old school phony phone Porkies, call. Porky's, remember? Yeah. Originally from Porky's uh-huh. at yeah. the bar. Yeah. yeah. That was the old school phony phone call. You're right. Uh, so what, why were they down on him? Well, yeah. because they're, they said he's made promises he's not delivering upon. And the like what, championships? Primarily, primarily the redo of the locker room. Yeah, that stadium's the same stadium we played in, isn't that's it? That's right. Yes. That stadium was built in the, 70s, yeah. the early yeah. 70s. But they're mad that he has promised... To and he hasn't rehabbed it. All they got How were about new their training? chairs. How they about their new cha- chairs? And they were mad. How about their training facility? That's what they said. They got new chairs, and that was it. Do they've got? Do they have a good training I facility? Don't, I don't think so. I don't think they got good grades on I, any. I, of them. I thought they got like an F for trainers, according to ESPN. Double check that. Well, the Kansas City it, Chiefs got an F for trainers. If you go to the here go, for Google, the training staff, NFLPA I'm watching Walter Payton highlights. <laughs> Yeah. He's been watching since since we got in here. He's been watching it. Well, you guys talked about going goal line stuff. 
Going over the top? Was cards. there anybody better? You got a, no, nobody. He was like... NFL report cards. Well, here, no, no, no. NFL well, PA. Click on the story. Yeah. Click on the actual... Here. Show him how to navigate. Do whatever you want. I mean, what are you bothering me for? <laughs> Let you do your own computer. I don't have one. What am my computer for? <laughs> yeah, training staff, they got an F. Last in the league. You Can you believe with Andy Reid presiding and Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback... That you have an F for training staff? Well, I mean, obviously the food isn't healthy. Looking up I mean, and down their rankings, they rate awful. They're like bottom seven of the league in almost everything. Except the Dolphins are at the top. You know who I blame? I blame Matt Nagy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Matt Nagy, Nagy factor. Uh, they loved yeah. everything prior to him returning. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They didn't. Well, they graded well with treatment of families. Training staff and, and strength coaches. But even treatment of families, they're. Below Team travel twenty eight. They get a D plus on that. Oh, this. Am I looking at the wrong thing? This says no. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Oh, this 20, is they last ranked, year. Oh, yeah. This no, is that's this year. They ranked 29th overall out of the thirty two teams. Hmm. That's unbelievable. That shocks me. Hmm. Who ranked first in most know. everything? Who knows? I know that Miami ranked really high. That could be a Miami product of also of well, playing in Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah, not so shabby. Um, all right, so what do you guys have on tap? Before Don't you, you remember, move- real quick, before you move yeah. on, you remember last year the story that we all talked about is that the Arizona Cardinals provided two mm, meals. Yes. You had to pay for your dinner. Crazy. To take home with you. Did they rectify that? Meantime, no, I don't one know. Of two teams that owns their own plane. But, yeah, that was crazy. Right. Craziness. What, what did the Bears score the lowest in? Uh, I uh, believe I've it got was. Right here. I thought uh, it was the. D plus um, uh, nutrition. Yeah, that's what it was. They didn't like the timing of the meals and the uh, healthy options that were not available. Right. And the other bad grade they had was treatment of families. Yeah. C minus. Yeah, they, they don't have like A's they, across. They don't have daycare for it at right, game day. So one of 11 trainers that not offer daycare. Training staff, locker room. Yeah. It's gotten better, though, because back in the day, there was like one bathroom and like three toilets and only one toilet yeah, used well, to I mean, work. They've upgraded the facilities. Who's got anything to cry about? Obviously, well, the still needs to be better. Obviously, some of the players. All right, what's up on the spoiled? <laughs> Yurko's like, I crawled so you guys can walk. Johnny didn't want a first oh, class happens. seat. I know, I know, I know, listen, back I in the that. day, Jerry Fontenot was 16A, hey, I was 16C. All I cared about was Viking and beer after the game. I, I heard you and say in that. 93, and in 93, they cut it all out. You said they stopped giving you a six-pack to go with your Viking. When did so, they give you the a, a six-pack? The they would give you yeah. a six-pack on the plane? Six-pack. Yeah, they'd give you a baggies that had two beers apiece on oh, Awesome. It. So well, then, then, the, then the doctor would be up and down. I remember the doctor's name, but he, you know, he may not be alive with us. He may not be able to defend himself. Okay, but Dr. Clarence Novotny. <laughs> uh, he was the team I'm doctor. I'm not going to say his yeah. name, but Dr. Novotny was on the plane. Time, man. He used to be up there, boom, boom, Viking. Who needs him? Anybody who needs, who needs him? him? Like gummy bears. In a Pez dispenser. In a Pez he got like a Casper <laughs> Coast Pez dispenser, and he just pan speed racer. Who needs him? Shooting them out, shooting them out at you like a BB gun. Naperson was weird. How about the Naperson? Naperson. The Naperson. Who needs a Naperson with a couple of beers? Let's face it. You were smoking ciggies back in the day, right? Back in the day, smoking ciggies yesterday. Well, no, I'm talking about. I told Carson. I said in my locker there was a ashtray welded welded on. It's awesome. I had a game day locker room, of course, Lambeau Field. You had an ashtray that was welded onto your locker. So great. Uh, all right, 1991. That's, that's great. Not that long ago. It's not. But that Johnny long ago. didn't want a first class seat of offer to years on an airplane. Yeah, yeah, I don't consider. There were still time signs ago. about like no, no smoking, smoking in the in the on the planes. 
and no. about ashtrays and stuff. Well, I mean, I've been on planes well, not recently, but maybe last year too. that still had. Boy, I haven't seen ashtrays. An ashtray I've in a seen while. one I mean, like last year or so. Been on them, but that's they're been a obviously while. bolted going, down. Though. Going to Cancun recently. Do you know what the we took? You we took American. But it was an it's an, a converted American, and it still said TWA on the app. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, Can wow. you believe we took a scary TWA? One to, I, I tell you what. Scary one is what says Eastern Airlines <laughs> on there. I told him I had to educate you know my kids. Screwed the I pooch. go TWA hasn't been in existence in years. That kind of scares you too when you're getting on the plane. You're like, Piedmont. They redid it. Remember Piedmont? Oh God. TWA. They repainted it. TWA. United. Going there, we flew American, and I saw. TWA. Holy cow. We're flying a TWA plane? Trans World Airlines? Yeah. Uh I used to fly into uh, Midway from Green Bay, Chicago Express, 21-seater. Yeah, you were flying it yourself, the, weren't you? Big boy. They used to... They gave I you a headset that, when you got on. I was the guy that made sure the weight was going to be okay, right? Well, where are you going to sit? Okay, four of you over on this four side. on the other side. We got for ballast. You <laughs> I'm know? like, what the hell's going on? Wasn't TWA the one Howard Hughes owned? Wasn't that TWA? I think so. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. That's why there's an ashtray on there. That's Holy why there were signs about ashtray. That's crazy. All right, All right. what's going on? All right, what's so going on? We're going to play. Guys, we're going to play. If you missed the polls uh, conversation, that's coming up next. Barstool Big Cat at four. The Big Cat's coming. Live? Uh, live. Yeah, he's going to be in studio? Not in studio no, he's in Indy. He's, in, he's oh, at the he's combine. Indy. Oh, he's at the combine. Uh, we have Will Bond today at 5. He's not in studio either. He's on the phone. Yeah, he's not uh, at the combine. Jesse Rogers at 6. He's not in studio. No, he's, he's in, in Arizona. Yeah. All oh, right. Wonderful. Are you guys getting the big stool? Uh, you know, you guys going to dinner with the big stool down there? He's coming back tomorrow. Oh, so okay. yeah. you guys aren't going to So we're, 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 we're two ships. Why don't you come down with us, Johnny? It's not far no. from his house. Have a good no. trip. You can we'll pick go for you dinner up on the way. Night. You should just go for dinner. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Have a uh, have a good trip. Look. It's only a two hour drive. You know, why don't you do it, John? It's, it's it. me is, it on, is it on the company's arm? Yeah, of course, yeah. they're going to. If it's on the arm, I we might were, go out. We, we were given. Know. We were already given the talking to. Yeah. What talking? Don't spend to? too much about yeah. The, well, yeah. You still get well, dinner. You're paying for dinner. You're going on a business trip. I think it's sixty bucks a day total. Stay away from the Opus One guys. Sixty bucks. That barely covers your porterhouse. You guys better. I thought you were going to say you're porn in the in the oh, hotel. That too. No, that's only twenty one ninety nine for a twenty four hour session. All right. All right, boys. <laughs> have a great show. Have a uh, safe trip. We'll talk to you for a minute tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvia are next. Who needs the opening credits? <laughs>